Okay. Um, all right, Reggie, James, um, uh, good to have you guys back today. Before we get into today's questions, is there anything that either of you wanted to speak on before we uh, get into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, number one, I just wanted to remind everybody about the Tubi. I ain't going to go too long. We've been doing a great job with shorts. Uh, John don't know how to post it where it comes up automatically on our channel, so y'all make sure y'all go to shorts, and I'm messing with John because sometimes he does, sometimes he don't. But y'all make sure y'all go to our shorts daily on our on our channel because John been posting two or three shorts a day lately. And so y'all can go to those. Um, you know, don't forget Tubi, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, I guess what, Instagram? I don't know. But any of those social media outlets to go and give us some views, keep su supporting us. Uh, Defro East t-shirts, y'all can take care of those. And get those. I told y'all Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You still got enough time to get them. Uh, and then, more importantly, I just want to say, yep, we got James back with us. This yep. is not, this is the Gangster Chronicle, the OG Gangster Chronicle minus one. But I do have to do a spoiler alert or an advisory because I don't want to piss off our boy Norm and mess up James' business endeavors at other channels. You can't mess up my endeavors. Yeah, I can. I'm good. Yeah, I can. <laughs> but uh, I'm just letting y'all know that this is not Gangster Chronicles. James is still doing that over there with his boy, MC8 and, and Norm, over there with Digital Soapbox Network. Just wanted to put that out in the air. Yeah. J James is over here being a, a loyal friend of Bomb First as he has been for All the last time. four or five years with us. And so that's all that's going on over here. Um, but we're going to try to give y'all as many episodes as we can. Because I know y'all tired of Reggie Fat Butt. Uh, I, I just want to shout out to my little homeboy, Karate Rob. And say, uh, you know, send my condolences to his uncle, his family, uh, Bruiser. The, one of the OG homeboys over there. And much love and respect. Shout out Karate Rock, yeah. And so I think James gonna have a roll call that y'all gonna be hearing in the next couple of, sometime this week, where y'all hear him talk a little bit about Bruiser and uh, on his uh, mob roll call or his Compton Piru uh, roll call that he's gonna do. I ain't do. doing that no more. Okay. People <clears throat> um, get mad. They get over it. Um, but anyway. Okay. Um, the first question I wanted to talk, talk about was, um, not last week, but the week before, um, Young Thug, who is fighting a RICO case in court, was caught on camera uh, where a friend of his that was there um, observing you know, the court proceedings walked up to him and handed him something, and you know, the police that were in the courtroom immediately saw it, um, you know, discovered that there was a Percocet and that the guy also had weed and a bunch of other stuff on him. Did either of you guys see that in any reactions to, to something that, that crazy? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. And um, hopefully you can play it and show it to the ones that haven't saw it that's maybe out of the country or whatever. Uh, so if y'all did play it and, and if we did view that, from my experience, and I'll tell you from my experience as law enforcement, and then I'll let James tap in on, on what he believes. The first time I saw that, I was like, oh, our boy is having problems in, in jail. And that's his real, real homeboy. And he's trying to go in 
go in prison, go in there with him for protection. That's what usually happened. Uh, when a dude go in there like that, say, I'm going to take this little year two case. And then, um, so I'm going to go up in there and watch out for my boy uh, while he's in prison. I ain't never heard no shit like okay, that. Okay, but I have. No. Um, um, and so, man, I, I was in court when one dude took and fired on his uh, DA. Hit her, I mean his defense attorney. Just so he can get, because he got found guilty for murder. And he wanted to spend another year or two in county jail uh, with his homeboy. So he tried totally another case. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. He was just trying to get in there for some reason, is my opinion, uh, from what I have learned. But I said that was my first uh, appearance there. Okay, this nigga about to do that because he's about to go in there and do some protection. After that, and being that it's been a week or two and nothing has happened, and the way Young Thug's attorneys and family is, is upset about it, uh, you know, of course y'all say, oh, well, he about to, he working for the police. And he did that to get the dude in more trouble. Now, I don't believe that either. My last thing, and I'll let James tone in after that, is what I believe is they were trying to get that jury tampered with so they can get the case started over and get a, a mistrial. Uh, because that would prejudice the, uh, the jury and the judge and all of that against against the gentleman. <coughs> From my experience, that's what I believe that's going Maybe, down. Would they be playing itself if they did that? What the jury got to do with his homeboy walking up to him and giving him drugs? Because the way he hid it and took it, you would think that they were conspiring to do that. Um, that's, well, that's why would he do it then? Listen, that was so played and obviously courtroom. Why wouldn't they do They knew they were going to get caught. That dude knew. So either one, he was an agent for the government or the police, or he's trying to get him in this trial. Okay. It's one of the two. He ain't did that because the nigga's a druggie. You pay a guard off to get the drugs in there. Here I am sitting in the seat fighting for my life. Okay. And then I got one of the homeboys. Come just walk up and pass it to me, homie. Give it to me. Too bold. It ain't got nothing to do with the jury, because if he did that in court, the jury gonna say, oh, we gonna convict his ass. It's a mistrial. They knew it was gonna get a mistrial. That's gonna be the first thing his, his, his okay, attorney well, is. Tell me how it's a mistrial then. Because now the jury is prejudiced against you. You don't like the uh, the particular juries on there. Your, your lawyer want a new set of, of people on there because he's knowing they have experts out there that goes and, and, and look at the makeup of a jury and be like, oh, we, we read this jury wrong. Look at that person. The whole time motherfucker sitting in jail, on trial, they looking at the at the at the jury to look at their expressions. Why they happening? Most of the time, they ain't looking at the judge or their attorneys. They looking at the jury and their expressions. When you so, sitting on trial for a case, I'm gonna take a chance, do that. No, I'm gonna get caught. Now I'm locked up. Now he gonna catch another charge. That's two, three years, ain't it? Niggas Maybe not to you. I did two years, uh, 18 months. <laughs> Maybe not to you, but... <laughs> it was a piece of cake, to be honest. I, I ain't never seen that. And yes, would, would, would somebody do something and turn themselves in to go to jail? I, I did it. Every homie out there knows. Shit, well, one of our biggest homeboys took a case for, a murder case for his little brother. 
No, I what I did was I turned myself in. So I'm saying, do warrants. you know what situation tickets. I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay, okay. I turned myself in for tickets to get close to a homie because he violated in jail okay. in the county. So you want to get to him? I did. So you think that's what that dude did that for? Because he wanted to get at young thug? What, no, what's your opinion? No, if, not to catch no two, three years. Not to catch five well, years. Is they that much on drugs? Is they that strong out? Reg, the average why? brother ain't finna give up give up five years of his life. Why did? Why did he do it? It was obvious, James. Why did he do it? That was a blatant obvious sitting in front of a courtroom, a judge, the attorneys and everything, the way he did that handoff. Stupid. Just hey. stupid. Oh man, ain't that stupid, James. He no, did it. That stupid. He did it. Cause he got a reason. That's we're, my point. I'm gonna put it like this. We'll never know. But I wouldn't risk oh, we gonna five know. years of If somebody will come up, if Young Thug come up there by that dude, or somebody in there come up there, no, we know that's the reason. Young Thug ain't gonna come up there by him because he wouldn't have got nowhere near Young Thug if Young Thug thought he was a threat. He would have been shocked and like, you know, I agree. You make my point. Thank you for making my point, James. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. But he it's a reason that. that that man did that. He grabbed he it. He wouldn't even took it. He would've been like, nigga, what? What? Man, for a purpose that? Please. My point, why? Oh, but why, James? His back why hurt. was that done? Tell me why then, big dog. Because his back was hurting so bad. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I got crooked guards in there. Every <laughs> inmate a crooked door, a crooked guard that would say, all right. One for one. For one purpose that? I can get a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars to pass it off. Young I ain't saying all cops like right? that, all guards like that. But there's one. Trust me, there's one. He ain't been in there long enough to get a relationship with him like that. But he got money. So he ain't worried about somebody touching him unless they extorting his ass in there. Now if they come at him that way, they got him. It's a reason, Jay. But that was a re that wasn't no drug addicted person that needed a perk handed to him. No, so there's a reason behind it. We'll never know until till it happens. And that's when we gonna say that. Well, that's what we hear. We just give an opinion. Some, yeah, some funny, wow. stupid shit. But come give on, me a reason, Jay. That's not you ain't give me a reason. How many yet. times you? Because I, I don't have one. <laughs> that was some, that was the. But you were quick to tell me my shit. My my story was silly. You were quick to jump up. I ain't never heard no shit Your like that before. Your story was silly. What I told you, the, the experience or the things that I happened, you know what my history, you know I've been working in jails, that jail since 1984, yeah. on the streets of Compton since 1990. You know I know. And I'm just saying, that what some, some things that happened to me, where okay. I, I observed, not to me, but... But you don't see a motherfucker walk into court and pass drugs in not front of the judge, no. the jury, Lawyers, you don't see that. That that's but not. I done seen mamas and daddies jump over, beat up somebody. I done seen yeah. a, 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 a defender turn around and knock the shit out of his uh, oh, yeah. defense attorney. I done seen all of that. I done seen a lot of homies get mad after they catch a life or thirty or forty years <laughs> and fire on their lawyer. That's true. Because <laughs> they didn't want them at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's that's normal. Or the, the attorney did something stupid. Or somebody just yeah. spit on the or yeah. spit at the judge. Yeah. That's some normal yeah. shit when you get a gang of time. Yeah. At that point I don't give a fuck. But to come in here and, and pass me some dope, me and you would have been fighting. Man, what you trying to do? That's all my point is. It's a reason. It's okay, so yeah, obviously, that's all I, got I wanted to DJ. talk to both of you yeah, about the um, Tyree Nichols situation. Obviously, the video 
um, from the police body cam was released um, yesterday. So I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on what you saw and the aftermath and pretty much every everything involving that that terrible situation. Man, we gonna let the we gonna let Reggie Wright Jr. Uh, say something first. <laughs> Woo! This is where I lose most of y'all at, huh? This is where I want to lose most of y'all at. Y'all know me and Jay used to do this. It was hot topics going on when we started off Gangster Chronicles. That was a subject every week. And y'all know what side I usually took. I usually always defended the law enforcement, right? Take a ass whooping <laughs> bullshit. Well, yeah. I still believe in complying, y'all. I still tell y'all youngsters and you daddies to tell y'all kids when y'all come across the officers to comply if they're right or wrong. I still believe that. You can't beat them. You're not going to beat them. I, used to, I told y'all a couple episodes ago, the most powerful thing that a cop has is what, y'all? The pen. The power of the pen. And not that badge, not that gun, and not your mama, which all you niggas all start hollering for when something's going down. Mama, mama, mama. 29-year-old man hollering, mama, mama. Something wrong with that? No. Because <laughs> I used to do it a lot. I didn't hurt So it's just something wrong with that. <laughs> but my point is, those cops were stupid. I'm not taking the side that I normally take. That was they they took a stupid pill that day. Not just that day. Yeah, they probably been doing this it for ain't a while. First fucking I agree with you. You know that. That was a stupid pill, y'all. Stupid. And I'm I have no defense for what they did other than I wish Mr. Nichols I, I, I gotta see. I gotta wait until his his blood work come back. He had to be on something. Something. He had to be schizophrenia. Something. Because the actions that he did to, to make the cops go there. Uh, Rich, what video was you watching? I'm talking about the beginning. I'm not talking about the end. Okay, at the beginning. Let me, let me interact. I'm talking about the beginning. Look, when, when they had his hands, he had his hands behind his back, right? And they kept hollering. They tried to get him. He was fighting in. Let me tell you. No, he, they had him with his hands behind his back, still telling him, put your hands behind your back. Why are you making me seem like I'm defending the cops? I'm not defending the cops. You're full of shit with this. He had his hands behind his back and they was firing on him. They was hitting him while his hands were behind his back. But they kept saying, put your hands behind your back. Y'all already got his hands behind his back. Now, now answer this question. If That's a cop tactic. Okay, okay cop thank tactic. you. I wanted you to answer that. He got a gun, he got a gun. Stop resisting, stop <laughs> resisting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tactic. Can I stop resisting if I'm on my belly with my hands behind my back and you got your knee on, I my, see that on my neck? No, I'm just saying. I see that part. I see no, him just, running. Not just with him. All I'm, wait a minute. From the first part, all I'm defending is my to lie. All I'm defending is to comply part. Teach our kids to comply. Man. If he would have just sat there, put the handcuffs on, took the butt with him or whatever, if you don't believe in the Bible, which I do, I believe that was his date. Like his mama said that my son was put here on this earth for this situation to happen. Reggie Wright believes in that. Reggie believes that all our dates and God already knows what's going to happen to us. God knew that this was going to happen like that and he was going to be a mortar or whatever in that way. 
As Reggie believes, I know a lot of us don't believe that, but that's. that's I hope what you I'm ain't believe. the motherfucker that killed me. Cause I, I, I hate to hear the sad story. You know like what? That. We may have God might be rolling in there for us to be this cool Jesus. on the podcast, and one day for one of us to shoot each other. Okay. We don't know. God knows from the Bible. I believe He already knows that I'm gonna do this stupid activity. See, with me, I accept it. If if all the shit that I've done and 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 hurting people, I accept it. I ain't got no crackamamy ass story at or with an apology with what happened. I'm not apologizing for anything. No, I'm just saying. You said you just said he should take his ass with I just I said comply. Rewind this. I way. said he would be a lie if he okay. did. Why? I ain't saying you should. Reggie. I ain't saying you should take it, but Why he'd be you? alive if he would have. Can you answer this? That's all I'm saying. Is it hard to comply? When they already got it in their mind, they finna whoop your ass. Is it hard to comply? Oh James, I'm asking you. Answer question. my question. All I'm asking people to do. Parents and young kids, if y'all listen to Reggie on anything, y'all don't have to. I know most of y'all think I'm an idiot, dumb. 56 years old, I've been doing all right. 55, however old I am. But, comply, y'all. We can live the fight another day. We can we can go and deal with it. Didn't, ain't that what Ice Cube Daddy told him? Come on, y'all. Let's live for another day. But. No, let me my turn. Okay. The average person that do comply winds up at the end of the stick 80% of the time. The I ones we see on TV. Yeah. There's a lot of see, brothers that sitting in jail right now that did comply. See, you want to cut me off. Okay, but go ahead. Now you made me forget what I want to say, so, but I'm going to say it like this. The average person that complies still get an ass whooping, Reg. The average black man, young man, can't take an ass whooping. Why you think you heard George Floyd holler for his, listen, holler for his mama. Why you think you just heard this young man holler for his mama? Okay. It is not so that's 10 incidents. No. In two years, how many people don't went to prison this And they did they, 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 they Reggie, how many incidents that go un unheard of and nobody I'll give you a about? thousand. A thousand. Okay, how many so people went to jail in this country in the last two or three years? Man. I, I didn't give you a thousand. I, my point is, most people comply and most people might be sending so jail. So if I don't comply to you, that give you the right to get mad at me? I ain't saying this right. I say I'm not giving you my ID I, I ain't or I don't want to talk to you? I'm not justifying what the cops did or, or, or was right. They were stupid. They deserve everything that's going to happen to them. I'm not, I'm not doing that on this situation. Not doing it at all. Well, rock with me then. Rock with me. All I'm doing rock is trying to me. educate and say, try to give compliance. He's change, not educating because he's been saying this shit for the last four, five years. Comply. I'm trying to explain to you. I done got my ass whooped many, many times. Most times you deserve it. I done seen it two or three times. Most you times was, I deserve it? You was talking shit. C complaining, talking about you going to do this and I'm going to kick your ass and, and help you and all of that. You deserve to get some, some of that. But I got a right to say what I want. I speak my mind, Reggie Wright you Jr. Were, you was taking the cuffs off and jumping off. No, I ain't never took off the Throwing your way. I've done that. The only one who let put the handcuffs on is Reggie Sr. or whoever it was. You did all of that. I've done that. They don't want to hear that. But they didn't have this comply or, or whoop your ass. Now, come to the whoop my ass before. Shares too. Shares did more than company. Yeah. I done got my ass whooped by the police. Now we got cameras. Because you, but if you comply, you would have complied. <coughs> would that would happen? Incident in front of our house on killing. 
Motherfucker told me to come outside. I complied, right? That's complying, right? Came outside, hands up. First thing he did, sock me in my motherfucking yeah. mouth and threw me on the ground. I got to lie down? You done just said something. You done told him his mama was this, so he, he done, he's got an excuse for everything. I'm telling Jay, you what happened. Jay, you keep it what happened. I'm being one of us. Oh, my mama and my brother uh, bunch of okay. wrestling. All right, did you say that? I walked outside with my hands up, and the motherfucker shot me dead in the mouth. What you do before that? He took me to the ground. I was being bad. What did you say to him before that? Nothing. I came out and complied. I'm caught. I'm done. And he just walked over here? Those type of cops, let me just get this straight. Those, that's dirty cops. But y'all always call Reggie Wright a bitch. Reggie Wright, y'all ain't got no history or no body. All the dudes from Compton, you fucking motherfuckers from the East Coast or the UK or whatever that talk that stuff. Yeah, whatever. But if a nigga from Compton, California, that was where Reggie was at, come and say Reggie, did that to him, then Reggie was dirty. Ain't never in life did anything like that to him. I just think but that's a dirty cop. If what Jay's describing to me, I totally agree with y'all. Need to go to jail. Well, I'm, I look at it like this. Rodney King incident. No, I didn't have a problem with it until after about the 30th hit. The 30th hit? <laughs> the 30th. What am I? <laughs> The 30th hit. I'm about to walk out. Right of that. Rodney deserved it. That's what happened. You think you think a motherfucker deserved it? The judge said after 40, Reggie, 48 you, or something I, like you that. Know, when they got on your shin with a with a stick. Have you ever walked into a bed rail? Yeah. No, just answer the question. I know it hurts. Okay. But you stop moving and it. But you, Anyway, how the fuck but, you stop moving and you getting beat with a stick? Oh, right. You, the average motherfucker is just, okay, don't, don't hit me no more. Y'all just saw the end of Rodney King. Oh, oh, Rodney man. King situation, Rodney was flipping them off, playing with himself, doing all type of stuff. Yeah, you don't see it on the video. Because the white boy didn't start taping it until later. All right, well, that's they, that's it. You know, it take a while to go around and get that big-ass VHS camcorders. Well, Everybody ain't got a phone like around said, with a phone in their hand now. Red, like they do now. Red, like I said. Or the cops having camcorders on the city, red. which got them, the goddamn, it caught on a pole, man. Cops are stupid for even doing stuff like that. Man, the, the, the problem is, and, and these is five black guys. Yeah. That that killed a black man. It don't matter if he a white cop or black cop. It's wrong, especially when you see it. It's fucking, it's fucked up. Oh, they're wrong. They're stupid. They, they need to be in jail for the rest of their life. What life. are they trying to prove? I don't know. You know, we just destroy ourselves. I don't know. So th there ain't no difference. They should get the same amount of time as oh. if, if it was me out there. I agree with that. They, they, they got caught. They messed up. They, okay. they, 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 they deserve everything that they get. Um, have power trips now, but what I want to see happen, y'all, and what we got to learn from this, and unfortunately, unfortunately, y'all, y'all gonna get mad at me again if y'all ain't already mad. But if these were some white cops or in a white community where this happened, these cops have been fired and put on trial in 21 days, y'all, in 21 days from this incident. White, post, white police chiefs and all that, y'all got to learn to take example, but this is not going to always you know happen, y'all. This is not going to always happen, so please, y'all, don't think it's going to always happen like this. That was a black uh, female chief that didn't want her city to get towed up 
and knew that they were cops that messed up. And I just hope white police chiefs and um, administrators and learn, I don't, I don't, I don't learn from this. It, it do play some with it, Reg, but you got to look at it. After after George Floyd, I think they they took too long. They had to hurry up and respond to this. That's what I'm saying. Shit. That's why she did that, and that's yeah. why it happened. Oh, that's my point. Fast for them. It was just because I'm just they saying, I'm just it out. We don't get used to this happening this quick, y'all. Don't think this is gonna be the norm. People like Ben Crump and all of them will start saying it's supposed to happen like this all the time. It's not gonna happen like this all, all the right, time. All right, let me ask you a question. It's not gonna happen like the, this all the, the time. The white officer that was tasing him. You think he should be indicted too? He should go to jail too? I don't see no white officer on there. The area. white cop is the one that was tasing him. When he had started running, the white cop the initial one, one? He, he started tasing him. Yeah, that's what they give him to you for. When you when that's you run. Him to you for. Yeah, he must have pushed him or something. I think he <laughs> pushed him. He did something to get away. Hey, I swear to God. He did something to get I away from that cop. But this motherfucker did. <laughs> he must have did something. If he would have complied, the white cop would have detained him. How many times have y'all just walked up to you? You said somebody just walked up to you and socked you. Okay, but you do admit you was talking head before that. I didn't say I was talking shit. You was. I say I got caught. Right. You was. But my point is, I know you. I know you. You can, you can, you can play this shit to the YouTube. I put that on my mama. I didn't say shit. Something. I don't know what it was, no. but you did something. James McDonald. I've been knowing you since you was in the fourth grade. Okay. Okay, and I ain't Ten got years a lie. Old. And I ain't got to lie. You don't generally lie. I don't have to lie. You don't generally lie. But he socked me in my mouth. This was the sheriff's. They socked me in my motherfucking mouth. You did and when they took me to the ground, they whooped I don't out. know. Maybe just because I haven't saw it. And they didn't do that around me. Eric, Eric Baradine. You were talking there to him from the swimming pool days. That was different, though. I'm, I'm trying to give you a difference. All right, go ahead. He was a little brutal. He caught me. He was a liberal. Or so called, allegedly caught me in the midst of a crime. Okay. And he said he was behind me, a car linked behind me. And I got arrested. Oh, why you did a drop off? Come on, man. Why the fuck is he talking like that? Oh, I said allegedly. Yeah. Okay, allegedly. Oh, allegedly. It wasn't a drive. So you got arrested for it. It was a shooting. Yeah, I, I, I beat it up. I know. So thank, thank, thanks to Richie uh, oh, Ford and Richie <laughs> Wright. Come on, man, let me okay, talk. Go ahead, go ahead. So when I got to the jailhouse, to Compton Station, he went big like he was bad as a motherfucker. I remember this. Now this is a weenie cat that I've been fucking with ever since the pool days. Lutus Park yeah. pool, swimming pool. Now he done he became, was a lifeguard. James was a now he became a police officer. What I was saying to you earlier. Police officers are human beings just like us. A lot of them that turn police officer were being bullied or used to get their ass whooped back in the days when they were when they were younger. Some of them was treated fucked up. Now they come out of that shell. You can't you tell me I'm Eric Burner one he was a bully as a cop. He's fucking city attorney, he was a DA. And he was that. the mayor. He was the mayor of Compton as well. He's city attorney of Compton now. So my point to saying all that to say, yeah, he was a bully and all of that. But he, he wasn't no punk. He became a police officer. He wasn't no punk. He ain't never been no punk. But he was. He wasn't no punk. But he grew up in Compton. He played football at Compton High. He was his mom and daddy lived on Central and Nutty Block. I know a lot of motherfuckers played football all his life. Punk. I was just trying to say, Bitch. the way y'all want to put all cops just because you, 
is a guy only booty niggas or busted ass niggas become police. And they ain't true. There's some that slips through the cracks. That ain't what I just record. said though. Come on, John. That ain't what I just said. All cops are booty. I didn't say that. I did not say that. You said most of them, majority. Most of them come from that background. Did he say most of them? Majority? Most of them, most, and I'm gonna say it again. Most of them come from that big bully, that that mentality. And, and I take it on the other side. Okay, let's just say some of them. It's, oh, I agree. First, but you don't agree. Yeah, you just try to say, argue with me, no, man. No, no, no. I said you said most. I just try to jump. I just try to say all not. Okay, but, but, but there's some. I always said there's some buster. I had a motherfucking cop that I used to work with that, that told me he wants to drop a, a bomb on this city. And I looked at him and said, motherfucker, who you think you're talking to, nigga? Both my grandparents live in the city. You run across 5,000 assholes out of 100,000 people. And why you think he said that? Because he don't live in the city. Exactly. And so I get it. I mean, I understand what y'all, okay. what you're saying. I shot me that nigga, and he was way senior to me. So, Take me to the station now. So can I finish? I'm not riding with you no more. Can I finish? That's the type of cop I was. Can I finish? But go ahead. Okay. Now, we, we established that. Now, you got police officers in Compton that don't want to be in Compton. They just police officers. Some of them done had a bad day with the wifey. Got them motherfucker at Walmart and McDonald's and... I'm just every job that, but yeah. Why they why they do shit? Some shit. Some of them try to prove to their partners, and you know this is true, that they're they got their back. You get a few that slip through like that. I think all of them be like that. I don't know, man. Some people want to do good. But you ain't never just sock the shit out of motherfucker while you at work. A lot of times. Not just sock. No, not just sock the shit I'm out. I'm glad he admitted. Not just sock the <laughs> shit out, but. It's some niggas that done ran their mouth and said, Red, fuck you, dude. You didn't have that badge and gun on. I would do this to you. Okay, and all so that. don't you step down. I was like, you yeah. stepping out of bounds for yeah. putting your hands on the wall. Oh, there's a lot of things I would want. I, can see I that couldn't I be a cop in today's climate to save my life. With these video cam cards, I would be smarter. I don't understand why they're not smarter. Knowing this, don't get it at all. But I couldn't do it. I, I remember do it. I hope I would be smarter. Well, I know I would be because I'm older now. But if I was a, y'all gotta remember, I was a cop and well, worked in the jail at the age of 19 years old. Just right. I tell you, I even told you before. Well, I, mean, I don't I think people should have this authority or be a cop. Cigarettes, that <laughs> 28. Like. Well, see, that's what people think I'm crooked from. You and that guy. You know, they, they, they think that's that yeah. But that's the most I did. I looked out for my people. Oh, you. I would look out for niggas that are, some niggas that probably that was like fuck Reggie or, or this too. But that's usually because you came in there talking that BS. Yeah, I don't like I Alright, so Andre Risen did an interview where he stated that he was um, cool with Shrug, um, good friends with Tupac. He was the, for those who don't know, he was the football player who left eye, um, set his house on fire. Did you see that interview over at Art Dialogue's channel? And did you have any thoughts on, on what he spoke about? Yeah. Why are you asking me about that? You trying to give me an art mad at each other? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I know you respect the heck out of Art Channel and what he's doing just like I do. Hey, he cool. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of y'all that believe me and John and Bompers over here critiquing everything that's said over there, that's not our, our objective and our plan, and that's not what we're doing. Um, 
But I just hear that I believe this is throw two two sides of a coin out. Just throw out a, another opinion because I know the last thing you guys on YouTube hear becomes factual. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, so-and-so said this, so-and-so. But, but just because he said that, do that make it right? I done had a fool on, on YouTube say, Keto Rock was running death row, and <laughs> not Reggie. <laughs> just because they want to make sure it was bad like he weak, and he's going to have a, a, a 60 crib dude run, run the company while he was in jail. Uh, but I know some of y'all be like, well, he left a police in charge, but nah, this is a nigga he been on since he grew up. Uh, so anyway, uh, all I can say about Andre Ryzen is all of that is factual. John, I think you got a picture or something where you'll see how, how much tension that was where you, I remember a situation where you was asked, because uh, we did a photo shoot with Lisa Left Eye, and she had Andre Ryzen tattoo, number 81 tattooed on her. And you requested our acts to remove that, to blur that out. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying all that just to say, to say that it wasn't a cool animal, animal uh, situation. Andre Ryzen was calling up there daily, begging for to get in contact with Lisa uh, to come home. They did have a love-hate relationship. Uh, so, you know, nothing wrong with that. I have uh, heard of situations and been in situations like that myself where guys be chasing their woman until you're done with them. You've been in that situation? I have had a situation like that. Not with my wife. You took somebody's woman and oh, trying to get her? I ain't never took nobody's woman. I have. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that and then we get back into it. No, I just had a female in Compton, in the hood. <coughs> When I met her, I was like, man, this 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 my chick. And uh, this is about 30 years ago. And I pull up, she in the car with her dude. Oof. Nigga got her name on his license plate the whole night. So I pulled my Cadillac up behind them, see her in the car. Oh, what the fuck is she doing? So I tap the window and tell her to get the fuck out the car, get in my car. And she got out the car, don't do that. Fuck that nigga. So you yeah. wasn't a bully, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know the dude. I didn't know where he was from, none of that. So I made her get out the car. She got in my car. She went around. And I, whenever she said to him, she got in the car. I bagged the fuck up and left. I didn't care about him. You know of another situation, too. Which one? You know who, uh... You're gonna get mad at me. No, I ain't. But rest in peace, uh, Buntry doing that to somebody. Kevin Davis, sister, uh, or, 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 no, Buntry doing that to Keefe's wife, and she's doing that to Kevin Davis' wife. Well, you know about that situation. I don't know about nothing. Yeah, you do. You, ain't you was in the middle me. of it. You I know. Know. I was in the middle he, of it. Your girl is the one that, that uh, introduced him. I don't know who you're talking about. You don't know Pamela no more? Pam? Yeah. Yeah, I know Pam. And she used to live next door to who? I don't know. <laughs> Reg, listen, I'm going to say this. I have been, never had an issue with, with Paul. Never. And, and. Yeah, so you don't want one. I, I've never disrespected him. Okay. And Buntry is gone. So, it, it, that's a, 
Okay, I'll give you another situation. Then. I'll give you one on your side that I caught. And man, I, I caught them coming out of this hotel one time. Zeke and Pat? <laughs> I was <would> doing that. <laughs> I caught them coming out of the hotel on, on Long Beach Boulevard, right across the street. It was the Travel Lodge, y'all. Any y'all know about Compton? Right across the street from where the old McDonald's used to be. And so I seen them. So I pull him over. I pulled Zeke over because I knew that nigga over in Southside. I always say y'all with Zeke, always in with Southside, right? And so I said, oh man, I didn't cut this nigga getting a big, uh, getting a big load, get, picking up some. So you said my baby mama home? I ain't said nothing yet. I said for you. And so I go and say, <laughs> I look at it, I go in there, I was like, so I pull out, I pull Keepy, I mean I keep it. I pull uh, Pam and Zeke over. And I come like, whoa, that's James woman. That's exactly where you're wrong. I said, this is baby mama, this is woman. This is the chick I always see at the at the spot on Orchard when they have any parties. Right. And so I'm like, damn, what's going on? But I'm like, I'm still ain't thinking Zeke has been low down like that. He wasn't. Okay. So I'm like, I'm calling the dogs and everything over. Said, These niggas got some dope on it and she got it on them. But you know, I can't get certain. I call a female officer on you we tear up the car. You knew that was my baby mama? You I knew it was Pam. put her in jail? I didn't put her in jail. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, my father don't want them. They were going to jail that night. And so I searched Man. the car. I'm, okay, I was going to take the dope and steal it in. And no, I didn't say that. But anyway, they were going to jail. So I'm, so I'm jacking them, right? Thinking, I had a car Zeke getting a big load from Southside. Go all through the car and all that. And they said, Reggie, what you doing? We ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing. So y'all got to have some dope on me. Just give it to me and I'll probably let y'all go. No, we ain't doing nothing. So after I go through all my ring of rainbow, guess what conclusion I came up with? <laughs> they was in the motel. <laughs> but you, I ain't saying they never copped out to that. You, you see, Zeke and Pam, y'all never copped out to that. Goddamn, can I say something? I just want to put that out there because niggas be getting mad. You see though, right? Pam was in the car. She was okay. in the passenger side. Now, let me, to, to, to my and Zeke. Zeke is in the home. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, this is the only reason this comment came up. This conversation okay. came up. Okay, now, he didn't take nothing from me. Pam had three, four abortions by me, and her mama told her to keep my daughter. Damn. But after that, me and Pam wasn't no, no hella couple. Oh, Pam, gotcha. Pam used to pay. And... Nigga, Pam was over there at the house with you on Diane for the longest. That was that was her mama house. Oh, I went there. Pam knocked on my door. I didn't know that. With me, Sharice, and I my that mom. Was your connection. Okay. Me, Sharice, and my mama was in the kitchen. I'm making uh, spaghetti. Pam knocked on the door. Pam gave me two hundred fifty dollars to not walk back in the house and get in the car with her and go on Diane. So from Diane, I start partying. Yeah, everybody yeah. out there knows. Every Friday night. I had a party Old Thursday, apartment. Friday, and Saturday, yeah, and Sunday. Then we started the football thing. Yeah. Then I used to give the little pajama parties and all that. All that money and, and all the that shit. And, and that. Yeah. And all that came to me. Yeah. She didn't want none of that money. And she kept money in oh, my okay. pocket. So, so it was beneficial for me to, to indulge. My point is... We all have lost them to other niggas. I ain't lost some motherfucking <laughs> thing. I mean, I ain't the first nor the last to fuck now female. So more power to the little homie if he if I don't think he fucked up because he didn't. I think I might have missed the dope. I might have no. missed the drugs. I don't know. How you missed? 
I tried. I done a lot of niggas that walked away and got away with drugs on them and be like, ah. Well, I ain't gonna say I ever fuck with none of the homies, females, but I mean, if if that was the case, I ain't fucking them. Yeah. Shout out Zeke. I heard the little threats you and Fink, and you talk Fink out of Fink of all people. Funny Fink. Funny Fink. Funny, but word got back to me, dog. Matter of fact, on speaking on words getting back to red, John, I got through all them little, little tap at another nigga. I ain't gonna tell y'all which one that threw his little subliminal at red. But I said something about somebody, Eric Sermon being gay, and everybody lost their goddamn mind. <coughs> lost y'all mind. <coughs> John, would you please just put up this picture for me and let them digest this? And what this man was doing to Dr. Dre and let them make a decision for themselves after view, viewing this picture. What straight man would do that, y'all? What goddamn business doesn't matter if he was gay or not? What thing. straight man would do that? I hate gays. I want to see the I want to tear gays up. What did he do? I'll show it to you right quick. Hold on. Let's, change, let's get Jane's reaction. Did he touch his booty? Let's get Jane's reaction. This is Dr. Dre and Eric Sermon in the studio. You do it play? Nah. My spies only got me to play. We just giving him a hug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Y'all view that picture. Bomb first piece. So if if he doing that to Dre, so you saying Dre gay? I ain't said that. Oh, keep that up. <laughs> I ain't said that. But what man will allow that? You come over there leaning my 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 leg like that. I don't be like James. Nigga, get back. What, what you doing? Mm. Let's dab each other, homie. Yeah, ain't gonna let you do that to me, James. As much as I love you. Damn. Peace out, bomb first. I wanted to get both your opinions on, um, or a little bit of insight about how Suge was before he came into the money and before he. Um, became as successful as he was. What was? Can you both speak a little bit about how he was growing up? I always lead off. I'll let James go first. Suge was was. I mean, you barely seen Suge. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't at school, it was coming from school. Uh, you seen Suge riding his motorcycle, his little dirt bike, and you know Suge doing Suge. He wasn't, now he got in a lot of shit at Linwood, but he had Ronald Donald clean up the majority of his <laughs> shit. And he was just a regular dude. When when Suge got Fernhill records, and I started messing with him, he was still humble. It wasn't until the cigars and red suits that, that made me the money that changed the attitude of, that, that that brother, that's, I mean, pretty much, you know, in a nutshell, you know, Suge was pretty much a normal dude. You know what I'm saying? He had so much of, of a little attitude um, to most people. Um, yeah. The money. I'll, I'll go back a little deeper into Suge because I've been knowing Shook since he was in the third grade, I was in the second grade. That's about when I met Buntry, second grade. I think we had Miss, Miss uh, I forget her, the fat white lady, uh, at, at Stephen C. Foster. 
So we all uh, went to uh, Stephen C. Foster together. And uh, James, you probably was in Miss Keen class. By I got time. kicked out in the third grade, so okay. I didn't last long there. So we went to Foster, and uh, we all deal with this athletes, not athletes, playing baseball and football. This coach, I used to play for the Yankees, his name is Mr. Hario. Shout out, I hope Mr. Hario, hope you're still alive. Remember your son, Vincent, and, uh, and Kathy, your daughter, Kathy Hario. Uh, he was our baseball coach, but Shug played on a team called the A's at Kelly Park. So y'all gotta remember, we, we was, used to commute over from our area of Compton to Kelly Park. So that's why we all kind of knew each other. You know, I always tell y'all about the, cause that, that park was in Atlantic Drive, Kelly Park, and Inhood neighborhood. Uh, where, that's where we had the nice baseball diamond. And so we used to go and play baseball there growing up. Like James said, Shug always was one that rode motorcycles and, and played the drums and the instrument. I remember, and I'll get to that, even in high school, Shug at halftime used to go out in his football uniform and play the drums during, uh, during the, uh, you know, during the halftime at the football games. And so he was in the band and music and all of that then. We went to Hostler Junior High School and played football at, uh, not football, you know, Pop Warner. But he was over at, at, at Compton. That's where uh, Keefe claims to have met him and played with him. Which it might be impossible because Keefe is about four years older than us. Or, but we had a weight requirement back then in, in Pop Warner football. And me and Sugar has always been bigger than most of, or heavier than most of the kids our size. So he might have had to play up, up, you know, with the weight size with the, uh, with Keefe and them, because they was a little bit older. But he played at Greater Compton. I played at Linwood, Pop Water, because my uncle, Uncle Ulysses, Coach Doby, they call him. Mm -hmm. Shout out Doby. He was, the, he was the president of Linwood uh, Football Pop Water. So I played over there at Linwood. So we, we did all of that. I mean, we were just normal kids. We wasn't gangbangers. We didn't hang with that. We was playing sports. You know, you know uh, we played basketball. We had the park, Luda's Park. We were one of the only ones that had a gymnasium. So the Kelly Park guys and the guys on the other side of Compton, on the west side of Compton, used to come over and play basketball with us. They had Wilson Park and Santana Block but they didn't have a lead, they just had a, a little gym. But Luther's Park had an organized basketball league. And so, you know, only thing we had to duck out was some James and them up there fighting at the park. Other than that, we were all good uh, at the park. You make me seem like I'm <laughs> I said James and them, not just James. But other than that, we were good at Luther's Park. And then what, we played football, so I told y'all about football base. So that was the things we did growing up. Uh, we went to Linwood, me and Shug played football in Linwood. Uh, he was a year older than me. Shug was an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. Yeah. But he was yeah. very athletic. He wasn't the greatest of a football player then, I'll be honest. Bullshit. Not in Linwood. Linwood, <coughs> Shug was in hard. He wasn't that's the greatest. He won 56. At Linwood. Uh, that's why he went to El Camino College. Ronald and Donald, they went and played at Long Beach City College. They were over there playing at Long Beach City College, his cousin. But she went to El Camino. 
Man, when I went and watched him with this dude named Tyrone Carter, who was playing over there, and watched him from, from uh, his development as a football player at El Camino College, nigga was like all world at El Camino College. So from there, he went to UNLV and uh, started playing football at UNLV. And he did good things then, got a shot. Unfortunately, what happened to Shug is he got caught up into that scab shit. That was the year when the NFL had that uh, big lockout. And Shug elected to be a scab player. And y'all know what happened to the scab players once they came back. The vets didn't want to deal with you. And they, want, they hated on you every chance that they got. And so, unfortunately, Shug, uh, days as a football player, then um, ended, but that's when I guess, and I let James take over from there, that's when he hooked up with Big West and Al Heyman and the Bobby Brown stories and all that, and even James in 1988, I think, hooked up yeah. with him, and they took off. He found his way, he found his way, definitely. He found something, and he had a game plan, and Suge is by far a dummy, you know what I'm saying? So. The strategy that he had, it was just to take over the music industry. Yeah. And his game plan worked. Uh, he had the right people. He knew the right motherfuckers, Tony Anaguam and all of them other people. Okay. And they fell right behind him. It was shook. And all the guys, the majority of the men, the rappers and singers and shit, was kind of like, Leery, scared, skeptical, whatever, whatever you want to say, because Suge was a big dude, and from that, from that one concert, they seen all the guys that he could bring. He had behind him. They're not on the outside looking, and when they seen that, man, I'm not fucking with Suge. <laughs> and from everywhere you would see Suge or or and his people. It was it was it was dangerous. It was niggas was getting their ass whooped like for real, yeah. with no question asked. And then here you they stepped it up with Buntry and Neckbone and George and Juju. Now we're talking about niggas that ain't, ain't got no conscience. And a ass whooping was uh, an extra on their check. So <laughs> motherfuckers was quick to give out an ass whooping. Yeah. Quick. So, Suge, Suge put a stamp on a lot of shit with just that. Yeah. And just the fear that the industry had of Suge and his people, what this big dude to do, I mean, Suge will pop up at your shit. And you be like, how the fuck this motherfucker know how to Always pop it up. Pop it up. But then I said, that man, that nigga used to, he used to just pop up. <laughs> yeah, intimidation is a motherfucker. Yeah. So, you know. Didn't sleep. Nigga didn't sleep. And you know, the cold thing about it is, some, sometimes some of the shit, some of the motherfuckers that got their ass whooped, sure didn't even want that to happen. Exactly. He didn't even want it to happen. But it happened. We getting paid for it, so. <laughs> Motherfuckers was getting their ass whooped, and I ain't taking up for it. I know people gonna be saying, you talk whoop the whoop, and now you taking up for it. No, I'm just giving it a call. Call it how it is. Yeah. But, you know, and 
on that on that note, my only problem with Suge is when when with my family. Yeah. You feel me? That's it. And like I said, that's between me and him. Maybe one day he'll say, man, tell that nigga James to write me or call me. Or call him. And me and him can hash that out. But like I said, it's been a long time. I let a lot of it go. I let it go, period. And it is what it is. And y'all, trust me, stuff like that gonna be happening. We're gonna be hearing from Shug more and more and more. Because guess what, y'all? February the 1st has passed. And no five and a half years that Reggie had to do a pretrial, probation, and penitentiary time is behind me. It's history. Put it in the history books, y'all. So y'all parole? Probation. Probation? Yeah. So you'll be pretty clear. I can talk to fellas now. Oh, okay. One been supposed to be talking to you. Didn't know that until just recently, y'all. I ain't no motherfucking fan. <laughs> Okay. I've been out of jail since 1988. Boy, if I ain't uh, been rehabilitated, man, they can kiss my ass. I agree. I didn't know you was a fella. All this time. Never knew. Yeah, you showed me. <laughs> That's why you were sending me I'm glad you keep telling me. letters. I'm shit. glad you still told me you ain't a fella. I'm, I'm not like, a fella. He never told me. I don't know. I don't do background checks on my little words. No. <laughs> Peace, Peace, buddy. Know I'm a fella as you. Peace, my little words. <laughs> I wanted to get, I know your perspective on this, Reggie, but I wanted to get James' thoughts on what he feels like what were led to the downfall of death row. What do you what do you feel if you had to pinpoint it to a couple of certain events led to Suge losing that company? I believe he lost focus. I believe when he started drinking and 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 all the other things. He wasn't focused no more. And he allowed himself, he consumed himself with something he shouldn't even did. He shouldn't have did the, the, the homie thing. He shouldn't have did the, I'm going to show them I'm with it. He shouldn't have did the, the hood shit. He should have stayed on point with being a businessman. I don't think Death Row would have been there without y'all. No, no, yeah. I'm not saying I'm talking about the, the no, entourage, the, the fear. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm saying to to be CEO of a company and then yeah. to take it from the curb. Trying to put one foot there, way of one foot there. Yeah. yeah. He should have stayed. But could he do that? Yeah, he could have did that. Listen, a part, prime example. When we had Fernhill Records, we we had 5757 Wilshire Boulevard. We on the 12th floor. Sure, you don't have to do this. I'm going, we gonna handle this. Uh, going to Ruthless Records. You ain't gotta do it, but we got this. Yeah. You handle the business side of it, which is, he went in office. And that's one thing I love, love about LeBron James, y'all, how he did that. He was good where he just took four or five of his homeboys from his neighborhood and said, you, this is your job, this is that your was, job. That's what I'm this saying. This is your job, this is your job, and I'm gonna do this, and y'all bring everything to me. But y'all responsible, so I get what James said. But that's all he had to do. Yeah. Stay behind the scenes. Yeah. Remember when Shug first started, Shug used to wear this green suit. Okay. Right. He wasn't, when he got the money, now it's just, everything is out there. Everything is out there. It changed him. And once he lost focus of being a businessman, what he accomplished, and, and start dibbing and dabbing and all that other shit, 
that's when shit fell apart. Now, mind you, and you you know this, all the sauce and shit, people was blaming it on Suge, and now they caught a case. Suge had a box. This goddamn high with his salt cases, all kind of bullshit in his office. They had to fight. They was fighting a lot of shit that he didn't even do. Yeah. But by him being oh, sure, I, I can think of two or three different no murders that that, I, that I know of when police came and was convinced, and you guys on YouTube still convinced that she had something to do with, and she had no exactly <laughs> wasn't even there. So <laughs> like, huh? But but he was at fault for it. So. At the, at the end of the day, all should have to do. Well, I ain't saying he was at fault for it. I'm just no, saying. I didn't say that he was. Yeah, okay. All, all I'm saying is, Shug should have just stayed in his office, did what he had to do. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You got the homies here to to whoop ass. If if somebody if getting their ass yeah. whooped, you ain't nowhere around. Yeah. Just like at the MGM. Yeah. Fuck out of here. You know what, Jane? That's one thing I have a problem with you on. You keep saying that, and I keep telling you. I keep telling you again. Tupac took off so quick, big dog. I ain't even mentioned Tupac. What you talking about? You said the MGM. What else at the MGM? I'm, I'm talking, talking about if Suge would have just, if Suge would have grabbed Tupac, he couldn't. Wait, that dude took off so okay. quick. Okay, well Suge should have got the fuck out of the way. Suge should have been seen on camera. He had to go after Tupac. They all better ran after him after he did that. Suge, get out the way. You got the homies there. That's what them dudes yeah. is there for. At least you don't go to jail. Yeah, yeah. You go to jail, they cut the, the head off. But the he chain. was trying, he went in there and he was breaking up. She was really Everybody saw there. the damn video, really. Yeah, and the judge, after said 13 times, he determined it was a kick. He said it took him 13 times if you were to determine that she would do a kick. And it wasn't like she was on there like uh, like somebody else kicking field goals. She wasn't doing that. If he was doing that, then I would agree with you. She was trying to get them off of that man. Okay. I just say you shouldn't have been in shouldn't have been in the way. And you know, if you position yourself a certain kind of way, that's how people perceive you. And I'm saying well, that yeah, you yeah, shouldn't perception. have been in certain light when you didn't have to be. And that was his demise. And and Shug used to be sharp as fuck when it came to his business. Yeah. Shug used to stay on the phone. I he couldn't get a conversation out of him. <laughs> <laughs> he stayed on the phone with business. Yeah. When when you start seeing Shug with a drink, now he's more mingling than he is business. Yeah. Well, you know, I can only say yeah. I only saw Shug drunk two times, though. That nigga could drink. I'm not saying he wasn't drinking. When I but with him, I never him. seen him drink. Oh, gotcha. But when I seen him throwing up from liquor, yeah. when I, I, I never seen that. Yeah, but that, that, I'm saying I that have. documentary you saw pissed that me wasn't off. That, that wasn't him. That wasn't alcohol. I know. That wasn't alcohol. It was drugs. Exactly. And that ain't him. That wasn't alcohol. Oh no, he was from Petey Pablo on back. I gave him a pass because you just took what they took. The government took away from him in 2006, 2007. I probably would have been sniffing on something myself. That was that was a big blow. That was worse than Hammer, Mike Tyson, anybody else that was on top of the world that went broke. Shit was was smart, man. He was a businessman, and and can't nobody tell me if he would have did it a different way, Death Row would still be here. A lot of the people would still be there. 
take take the homie shit. Take the homie. And we just we not even talking about the business side. We talking no. about the yeah the personality. Yeah, because the business the, side, I can tell y'all. Take the homies. Take take instead of having twenty homies, get yeah. seven, that eight, I agree. and then put them in a suit. I agree. Get them out the hood, yeah. and then you travel with them. I agree. Because you, you can trust yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Those five only. Y'all talk to them. That's y'all job. So not keep only, that off me. Not what only, saying. And motherfuckers yeah. don't want to say it. Not only people is is doing this. The police is doing it. The police is watching you more. It ain't shit shit they can do without the police on it. Yeah. All that trying to incorporate the police and all that other shit and hire this motherfucker from over Police, there. let me just say. No, no, see, every time I around, say the goddamn you police. You say stuff, but then, no. just like you got that, that said. If you don't want my truth. Yeah, and motherfucking uh, rapport cops around me. And stuff. I ain't said nothing about no damn Five YouTube, five, you talking about the bank robbers and shit. Five YouTube channels are made of, you did. Five YouTube channels have made made videos about that. So I ain't gonna let you, that's why I had that. I said you had the robbers? Yes! You don't even remember, you was being funny, you was making a joke. And you don't even remember. I don't even remember that. John, educate my brother. Yeah, James, um, you jokingly said we had, you know, when Reggie came up to death row, um, we had more than one police up there. We had police that were hanging out robbing banks and stuff. And they and ran with took it. That ran oh, well, they took that. They ran with it. I know you were making a joke. No, I don't remember saying it, but yeah. even on that note, it was a lot of people up there. When 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 Shug, and he had to incorporate the police, yeah. which a lot of the homies understand that part. But of you that. know the only reason they were there for? To, to testify. Just to go to court and testify. Because he knew none of the homies could do it. They weren't going to do it. Y'all weren't going to do it. Uh, the Snoop Dogg thing that just happened, where Malik had cost them four and a half million dollars worth of damages, where they were right, I'm not saying they were wrong, but if they would have just had the training and the experience to do, they wouldn't have had to possibly, you know, lose yeah. Snoop. Yeah. And so I understand why the police was brought, that was the real reason. Everybody think the police was brought around to be assassins or, or, this or that. No, they were just no, <laughs> the take your opinion, ass to court and testify for us. My opinion, get us out of this bullshit. The police should incorporate the police to get some of the homies off his ass. He was oh, feeling too, the heat. That too. He was feeling the heat. So he but said that, that, that would have been too much really. That no, was but he just said, let me pull, let me let me cool this shit down a little bit. Yeah. Let me get Reg, because everybody knew Reg. Yeah. And senior. And ain't nobody finna go just move the way back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why he did that. But it pissed me off that you, okay, you saying this death row, you saying this gangster shit. But you don't want to. Come on, I love the shit out of Reggie, but this ain't where he's supposed this to be. This not gangster, yeah. That stops all of these cats over here and they activities. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So, when, when I found out the reason why he did it, because of this alleged uh, kidnapping shit, Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> yeah, alleged. It was plotting. It was a plot. Well, they probably did. They probably, somebody probably was. But anyway, you know, I felt it. You know, yeah. you got to protect his interests and, and protect self and yeah. family. Yeah. So now you understand that part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But if Shug would have took a different approach and listened to me, Shug, you ain't got to do this, homie. We got this. Yeah. And I think he would have been just focused on business. Sugar would have been, Sugar was making deals and connected with so many people. 
Call him marketing. He was unstoppable. A marketing genius. Man, bro. unstoppable. Marketing he was, genius. He would that bro would be the 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 coolest shit right now. And not only incorporating and having the home just having the homies there, you taking these dudes and you really teaching us that nigga get out the khakis and the hats and all that. Put this on. The exposure I learned from you, y'all. Yeah. It was great so, exposure. Y'all wouldn't believe. It. You know, that's that's the only part where you fucked up at. Yeah. Reggie, do you think it was him wanting to be uh, famous, or do you think it was like a Papa G thing from a public relations standpoint that pushed Suge out into the public? Because correct me if I'm wrong, but I I feel like the first time that Suge was really presented and was out there like that, people always say the magazines, but I think even before that, the Source Awards when he went up and accepted that award, might have been the first time that he was out there, out there. But you can speak to that, because I'm not sure on that. A little bit of both. His PR guy told him it came from Suge Knight and Death Row. It came from just Death Row to Suge Knight and Death Row. But that was mainly because of the women. <laughs> I'll be honest. We used to go to clubs and go to places and stuff, and the females, and he used to drive Suge crazy. Because the females used to really jock on Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre. Shit was respected way before Death Row, bro. You talking about street stuff now? No, I'm talking about the oh, entertainment and all that. Business-wise and all that, but we talking about people out there in the public, the massive. But what I think he's talking about, they didn't know sure. I went to a club with him one time where they had, they had five of us sit on a chair and told the stripper to sit on the million dollar dick. She said on something the street team do because she didn't know who the hell she night was. And stuff like that used to bother him. And, and, and my point is, they, people, females, mainly was the reason that they knew. Now, chicks that was in the industry, like the Madeline Woods and, and all of them, they knew who she was. That worked in the business, that worked at the Groupies, BET. all that shit. This is what Not I the groupies. I, I saw groupies it. Groupies didn't know him. I they saw didn't it. know shit like that. Called Doo Wop, Ice Doo Wop. Those people. Maybe in LA, I'm talking about when we went out of town. No, I'm talking about in New, New York. York. Okay. I'm talking about South well, Carolina. My experience North Carolina. Carolina. And this is 94, 95. They didn't know shit. Now, 96 and, and all of that. People probably were scared to approach him. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people were scared to approach him. But then him. they knew who he was. But um, that was what I feel was the main reason. And, and other than George Price, Papa G, putting him out there as Shug Knight and Death Row, Shug caught his case, his case with the Stanley Brothers, because their exact words were, nigga, who are you? Nigga, this Dre shit. I ain't getting off no phone. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, we had issues with that. And, um, well, so that, in my opinion, John, that's, that was the reason, sir. Yeah. The Tupac thing in Vegas, as far as what happened in Compton uh, directly following the Vegas situation. If both of you could speak to um, how long it lasted, what, what happened, and um, what the outcome was ultimately. I'll start off first because that's a touchy situation for James to really speak on. Um, 
But it was a, it was, it was a back and forth shooting uh, incident between uh, a Looters Mob, who were together pretty much, because I think because the, the South Side didn't know where to go, <laughs> and because most of the people they got shot, to be honest, were from Looters, <laughs> and and then uh, and not so much the mob guys, and that's just because of the boundaries, how it's set up, and it was easier to drive down Bradfield from uh, from Compton than it, or, 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 or Rosecrans. And, and then, you know, hit Bradfield and keep going back to their neighborhood. So I think that I had a lot then to go deep into where James or myself and all of them grew up at, you know, Diane and McMillan and Killen and all of that. And so it was some back and forth shootings uh, on both sides. I'm not going to say either side won or anything like that because, you know, now that we even hear that Orlando got shot, got shot in the leg and Compton PD and we never heard or, or knew about that. You know, from evidence of BG knockout statements, and, and I think even Keepy even verified that, that he got shot. I'm not for sure. We never heard about it, um, to be honest. So there were shootings that go unreported that goes on all the time as well. But I know there was 13 reported shootings that went down uh, back and forth during that time and, and what caused them to do search warrants uh, in the city of Compton. Uh, at, at the different locations. Um, but yeah, I mean, James made no meetings that happened after that. Myself and Shug, we stayed in Vegas that whole week <coughs> until uh, <coughs> until Tupac passed away on that Friday. Uh, and then that, that's when I went in, I got about four or five different people talking about they flew back with the ashes. But no, uh, he was cremated. It wasn't paid or anything like that. It was done through, uh, it was done for a reason. The cremation happened quick, but when you got a doctor to sign off on it and you got money, you can make a person move quicker. And uh, so he got cremated and uh, my guy, James Green, is the one that flew back with Tupac with the ashes and delivered them to his mother. Uh, and then we all know of the, uh, them having a ceremony where they rolled him up in a marijuana joint and smoked him. Some of him. And where the rest of Tupac ashes at? That story is true. That story is true. And uh, where's where's the uh, where's the ad? They had a beach ceremony where they all smoked because they said they wanted him to be with them forever. And so they put him in, in their system. Um, where the mother uh, or, or Seth or, or the Anglo or whatever, where's he's at now? The remaining of his ashes? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I know right after, right after that incident that night, a lot of people went home. A lot of the homies went back <laughs> to Compton. And from that point, from where I, I stood, I believe that when he passed, that's on the mob now. You know what I'm saying? Because that's on our watch. And say that, even though, yeah, that's a good point. Because well, people always say, well, what, what James said they had to do something if, uh, and then they went back and did that if he wasn't from the mob. But you made it. Because he was from the mob. I, I like just on our saying. watch. It's exactly. just, you know, uh, Tupac was proving himself in front of the homies when he took off on Orlando. So, and he was with Death Row. So, Sugar's the homie, Sugar will, will, we didn't have a choice. So yeah, that went on for a minute. 
the situation, the, the back and forth, back and forth shit went on for a minute. Can't nobody, and I don't give a fuck who it is, say they won that war. Yeah. Everybody lost. Yeah. So after it died down and people started, you know, doing their own shit, going back to normal, you know, a lot of people were still hidden behind it. A lot of the, the, the younger cats, a lot of other motherfuckers were still taking initiative and saying, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Because they loved the Tupac shit. You know, the music. They loved, you know, they was loyal to Death Row. Everybody was loyal to Death Row. So, you know, it 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 it, it changed a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? But at some point it was just time to slow the slow the fuck down. I think Shug disappeared when Shug went to jail or something. Well, about a month later, we went to the Bahamas. Okay, That's so what. you know, it calmed down and, and everybody went back to normal. Certain individuals wasn't kicking up dust. And let me let me interject right there, right quick. Yeah, we went know. to the Bahamas. I have to say this because niggas be like, those niggas ran to the Bahamas because they were scared. No, we didn't go to the Bahamas out of fear or anything. We went to the Bahamas because Shield had obligations. He needed four albums turned in that quarter that needed to be turned in and that they had to get, get working in. Now in the studio, it got raided and we was catching hell at Canal. So now nobody wants to go to Canal because the police had took over Canal. So they felt like it was microphones and recorders and all that in there. And so, and then guys were scared, you know, artists, they weirdos, they, they, they were scared to be up at KM and to be around that situation. So that's why he uh, had a, a relationship with the guy uh, that did Bob Marley at Island Records. Uh, and they went out there and uh, at his studio in Complex Point in the Bahamas and uh, to finish up the albums, four albums that was needed. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. I just had to throw that out. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it was, it was intense for a minute, but once it calmed down, everything was good. Everything was good. Everything went back to normal. Yeah. So. Oh, right after the raids. Because after that side, that, that's when everybody home, I, I didn't believe your mom or a bunch of whoever, your mom had moved, but when a bunch of you were staying, uh, that house even got raided. Yeah. Shug mother's house got raided. And uh, there was a bunch of raids done on both sides. That's where y'all see Orlando with the picture of him getting arrested. And people always were saying, well, why nobody ever did nothing to Keefe or Orlando? Those niggas was hiding. Y'all know where Orlando got found at? In Hawaiian gardens. That's way far from Compton. And so the police had got a tip that he was staying there. Well, I keep saying this. Motherfuckers looking for me. I ain't finna go stand on the corner with a sign. Exactly. Think I'm right here. <laughs> no, you get the fuck out the way. And yeah. that's all it was. Yeah, and, that's, yeah, and it was it. On, on, on our side, too. Yeah. Motherfuckers got the fuck out the way. Exactly. So, ain't nobody running. Yeah. I mean, you in the wrong game if you're running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers out there seeking to destroy. So, to get the fuck out the hood and get away, you had to. The police, you couldn't walk out the front door and get jacked. And they pulling that ass over. They already knew who they wanted to fuck with. Yeah. If you look like you associated with anything, they was pulling you over, walking out the store. Whoops! You know what I'm saying? And that, that was Compton, Sheriff, everybody. Yeah. So they figured, 
If you was hanging out, you had a pistol on you. Yeah. If you in the car riding around. And they're trying to get information. That's how cops do. They go and arrest you and catch a case on you. And then leaders sometimes talk. Not and, all. And motherfuckers was getting caught with pistols. And, and the police knew more than what you thought they knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they weren't even in Vegas. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they knew so everything that went down. If, if Las Vegas Metro wouldn't fucking try to find out who did it or whatever, why the fuck is... That's only because it came from Vegas back to Compton. Yeah, exactly. And motherfuckers was getting shot, so they, they had to get involved yeah. to stop the shooting. But Hold on. That shit? They told my dad that they were in Vegas, the two homicide detectives, Sergeant Manning and now, they said they went in there to do what? They investigate the, the, the probation violation, not the homicide. What probation? Sure. sure. That's why they always try to say they came. Oh, no, we're not investigating the homicide investigating, investigating a, a simple assault or a probation violation. Yeah, so full of shit. And, and Shug knew that they, they was on his ass. Oh, he knew because I was there. I knew, I told him. But this is what I'm saying. He shouldn't have never involved himself in, in a lot of shit. If Shug spit on the ground, they was ready, they was ready to yeah. sign him up uh, uh, a $1,000 fine. Shug did not want that Vegas incident to happen. I didn't say he did. Yeah, he did not want That was his my worst day and his worst day of our lives. One of them. I got some more now. I done had some more, y'all. Look at me. I'm crippled now. I done had, I got some more, but that was a, uh, that was a day to remember, y'all. Y'all just don't know. Man, we was having fun in 662, boy. <laughs> I was working that day. <laughs> and then he just had all the money he lost at the door. I'll tell y'all what James used to do at the door, y'all. And my security hated James. Hated James. I used to be like, leave James alone. Leave James. He couldn't fuck with me either. Hey, they hated James. Oh no, we could have kept you out of there if we wanted to. Yeah, come on, Richard. Big I would have Las Vegas BD. Sit that motherfucker in the back seat. If they did that, if they did that, they had a goddamn problem. I love Jay. I love Jay. But James used to go to the ballers. Because there was a line around the corner. And him and this boy, whoever was with him, not boy, like boy, his own boy. His people, yeah. His people would go and walk the line. You want to get in? <laughs> he didn't give about $500, $1,000, whatever the amount, I don't know. Now, Death Row was charging, I mean, Sugar was charging. $80, I think, $50? Shit, $75 yeah, to so $100 like, bucks yeah, a head. Yeah. So I would just walk in, okay, this motherfucker, he got all the jewels on. <laughs> he got 13 people. Come on, meet me at the back door. <laughs> oh my God. And I would I would get them for 50 bucks a head. Some motherfuckers, the man, they charging $250 to get in there. Y'all, and they were standing, they were standing in the line to get in. Standing in the line. Yeah, I don't know how hard it was. Please. I charged $200 a person to get it on the little, the small area of the VIP. Oh, that, yeah, the patio. Man, them niggas come over there talking about, man, these days supposed to be, <laughs> yeah, they is. I put them there, they with me. I had problems with James. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But goddamn, I got, I was on fat day money, you all my pockets had money. <laughs> I was cool. But see, that's, that's sometimes, that's how I had the perks. Yeah, the perks. Just get it. Because why? James was there also when, if I'm having a problem with Zeke, who was trying to bring a gun in the club or whatever, I would just take the gun off Zeke and say, Zeke, go back in the car. And James would be like, no, he can't come in here. You know, where I didn't have to go in the police mode. James was just like, all right, Zeke, you know you can't come in here and take him to the car. 
uh, you know, situations like that where James was always a good buffer for. Well, just carving and toning it down with the new homies. Exactly. Yeah. Because as you, you guys still don't want to comply with the police. Could you imagine a, a, a security uh, guard at a club that's your homeboy club trying to tell them to do something? Oh, Lord. Man, I remember some security guards was getting their motherfucking guns took from my niggas was whooping their ass and taking their guns. Not but this on other, not, not, not your people. This dude got a motherfucking what you call him? I know. I just gotta clarify myself. If, if, if I say Reggie security, I'm gonna say Reggie security. Some security guards, some guards. Oh my God! Bob first piece you with everything. God, All right, yeah, we'll um, okay, James. Can you speak about what happened when you guys early on went to visit Eazy's office, and then later on, I guess he hired. Mike Klein from the JDL to help him security-wise. Can you tell me if you had any thoughts on him after you guys did the office situation? No, I, after after we went up in there and took care of our business and sure got what he wanted, we left. Every, anything after that, I didn't, and we didn't have a problem. We never sat down and talked about that situation after the fact or he hired somebody else. And I wasn't concerned or none of that. My only job was to go in there with Sugar stuff, us to do. We did it. We didn't let they security or nobody else in that office. So who they was the security? Was it Animal it was or two was big it ass the twins? Were they swans? No, they weren't swans. So it probably was, it was an Animal. It was one real big old black animal. He calls himself Animal. I don't know who he is, but he couldn't go in that office. <laughs> he laid out. Right. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Suge went in there with Jerry, closed the door. We sat out there with the security. They weren't going in and Suge came out. Suge was happy with what he got from Jerry and we bounced. After that, I didn't hear anything, anything about a situation or, you know, they they hired other people. So I, I couldn't tell you nothing about that. Have you ever heard of Mike Klein or the JDL? No, I thought y'all was talking about Tom at first, but no, I ain't never heard of Mike. No. Okay. Um, James, can you speak to if there were any incidents that you experienced when you were working security at the courthouse during Snoop's trial for his murder case? No, we didn't have no incidents. I know those guys came up there. They were mad at Snoop. Uh, They came up there with we gonna get that nigga in, yada yada, uh, tell him he needs to this and that. Uh, mind you, that Snoop had his pops at the court, and you know, those cats couldn't go upstairs. Uh, we just weren't having that. My job was to make sure Snoop get from upstairs, downstairs to his car, and that's what we did. That's what we did, but yeah, they was coming up there uh, threatening him, and should have put a stop to it. Yeah, and I always had two security guards. Marcus and Kenneth was with him every day as well. But they, you know, like I said, they don't. They just make sure Snoop is good. Yeah. They they weren't there to deal with the uh, the dudes. I mean, that's what James and his crew will go and be like, "What's up?" Well, not here. Our <laughs> job was to fight at the courthouse yeah. if yeah. we had to and prepare to go to jail right there. Yeah. So if if anybody would have came in there saying that they finna do Snoop or get him when he walk out, 
somebody, either us or they was going to get their ass whooped, or all of us were just going to go to jail. We, now, let me ask you, were they from the Shoreline area, or were they mainly his guys from Long Beach that couldn't get hold of His people. His guys from Long Beach. Yeah. Okay. His people. Um, James, can you tell the story about when you and DOC got into it after um, uh, like a crazy car ride or something like that? Yeah, we, we just doing the, uh, the grand opening of Death Row. And uh, this is the first time all the homies got on tuxedos, we in the limo. And uh, we pulled up to where we doing it, pulled up in the parking lot, and DOC jumped in the front seat of the limo and took off with all of us. So he, and I mean, he drunk and he got us going, I'm talking about tossing us like a can of motherfucking sardines, right? So he pulls back up in front of the, uh, what we doing the, the venue at. And uh, the homie's ready to just break his neck, whoever driving, they, they mad. The homie Rock was like, no, I'm gonna get this nigga. So I told Rock, hold up, hold up. So Tom Tom and everybody get out the, out the limo and Doc get out the limo, close the door and just laughing. So I'm just like, fool, you nigga, you think this funny? And he just laughing. So I fired on him. He slid down the, the limo and I'm, I'm finna hit him again and the broad is hollering, he hit DOC. And then Shug came and, and Shug walking like, who hit Doc? Nigga, I did. And what you do? What he do? Nigga, you know this nigga took off with us in the limo. Nigga could have killed all of us. He was drunk as a motherfucker. Did so, it before the accident or after the accident? No, no it's after this accident. Way after this accident. Okay. Now, you know, he was on the gooner hanging with us at the house we had out there when Doc first came. Okay. And that's when he started using Carvet. Uh, okay. So, when, the, when he did that, I mean, I wouldn't give a fuck if he was just out of the hospital. I was still going to sock him. I was just trying to get a timeline. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, he did that. And, he, and, and the only reason why I did that is because I knew if Rock would have got to him, he, everybody else was going to get to him. Because they was mad. Everybody was mad. Okay. But Rock was ready to get him. Yeah, Rock, Rock, Rock didn't have no tolerance. So when I told Rock to hold up, Rock like, man, I'm gonna get and I just fired on him. He just standing there laughing, drunk. And I just bang. And he slid down the car and then that's when the girls started hollering, that's when the shoe, who hit Doc. Think I did it. He who what he do? So Speaking of Rock, I got a question. What? At the parks. Uh -huh. What was that fight about between you and Rock? What did we you never fought. Or was about the fight. Rock was at the park. Going off on Shug. Talking about he was finna kill. Oh, Shug uh, was there? Yeah, Shug was there. I didn't know that. Really. He was finna kill. Rock was, was mad as a motherfucker. And Shug used to do shit to piss niggas off. <laughs> so I knew where he was coming, but Rock was like, nigga, I'm finna kill you. I'm gonna kill, uh, what's, the, what's, uh, what's the dog? The dog, Damu. Damu. And wait a minute, Shug, the homie, what, what did you talk about? You talking like that, Rock? So me and Rock went to the what we call the blind, to the side by ourselves. Okay. And Rock was like, shit, nigga, we can get it, woo, 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 okay, well, whatever. Why you getting at him like that? 
So I was like, nigga, you get at him like that to get your money. <laughs> and I couldn't do nothing but look at Rock and say, you're right. What are we fighting for? What are we arguing about? We went on back, shook hands, went on back over there to the crowd where everybody else was at. I couldn't be mad at it. You know, Rock, if, 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 if you know Rock Chisholm, been like that all his life. Straight with it, yeah. regardless of who. And at that, at that time, you have to understand where he was coming from, like the rest of the cats was coming from. And the rest of the cats, everybody getting mad about certain shit. But to me, it was a certain way you gotta come at shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to come at him to like put him down, degrade him in front of the homies. Because if you do that, you just threw a piece of a stake to all the wolves. Okay. But everybody knew how to get their money when they wouldn't get what they were supposed to get. But yeah, me and Rock, we we almost came to blows over that. You know, come on, man. Shoot the homie. Shoot from the mob. He ain't from nowhere else. He's from the hood. And, and that's the incident where Reggie came and was there as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's when all of that shit came out. And then when, I mean, Reggie was the peacemaker yeah. amongst a lot of shit that was already boiling in between them, in, in the death row shit. Yeah. Because, truth be told, in the hood. No, with the, with the oh, homies okay, that well, well, that death row shit. Reggie ain't ever have death row in his life. No, I'm talking yeah. about niggas, motherfuckers from the hood would call would talk to Reggie. Oh, trust me, man. You see what I'm saying? Oh, and I ain't gonna so, say, they yeah. ain't gonna say who was yeah, talking and who me. talked to him. But <laughs> they motherfuckers was, was, was saying shit. And it was some cats there that shouldn't have been there that even leaked out the uh, kidnapping shit. So, you know, them motherfuckers need to go and... And, and one thing I shout out Rock about, he wasn't the one that leaked it. To no, to it. no. But, no. he was the one that told Shug, yeah, nigga, it's true, but look what, what you heard. Rock was the only one... He stood up and was when, like, when, yeah. Now, you know this. When Shug went to jail, Shug was telling motherfuckers to bring back their cars, park the cars. Rock said, fuck you, nigga. Rock would have got a, a fake pink slip made to his shit and sold that motherfucker. Nigga, I'm getting my money, nigga, fuck Rock me. is sitting in that penitentiary today thinking that I had something to do with that. You know, him being in jail for getting caught with that guy. Well, and I swear to God on my mama but right But you got to look at why he thought like that. Yeah. And I told, and we, we just talked about it. Just the point of, just the point of the police in yeah. general being at death yeah. row it had to be yeah. the police. Yeah. It had to be sure that told them yeah. to whoop the whoop whoop. And that's so far from the truth. But it's not wrong for him to think like that. I got it. I you, got it. This yeah. is a street nigga thinking, man, I got to think the worst. I mean, he immediately thought that. I got calls when he was in the jail where he was hollering. The only, all the motherfuckers that work for Sugar up under you, they're going to listen to you. So who yeah. are you going to think it is the first one to say it? You know what I'm saying? But I bet you you won't think that today. I hope not. No. I hear he's about to get on. Shout out to Rock. Um, I hope hear you he do. He got at least, well, a parole date coming up. What y'all don't know about lifers and stuff like that, people have dates, and then you got an L where you go before a board. 
And y'all can put out some prayers for Rock out here in another year or two. He got a, a date coming up. Free Rock. Cheers. James, can you tell the story about how you obtained the lowrider from um, the G thing video that Dr. Dre was driving? I took it. <laughs> you, you he was running Let Me Ride with Louis. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't. It didn't have nothing to do with Let Me Ride. No. I couldn't get a check, and but it, it was up at Let Me Ride. And I was no, it wasn't at Let Me Ride. They everybody they was gonna do the video, gin and juice. I think at my house. Okay. On on Orch I mean, on Diane. Uh, Diane. Yeah. Y'all know uh, Orch and Diane run together. That's why yeah. we always say Orch. And uh, Dre came in and, and him and Shug. And something had happened to it. It, it, it ran hot. And uh, I had one of the homies uh, that's a mechanic come look at the car, this and that. Should them elected to leave the car at, at my house. So I put it in the yard and I wasn't going to drive it, do nothing. And uh, I told Should that we have to pay the mechanic and you know, where my check at? <laughs> so he got to beating around the bush. Well, I need to talk to Dre. You probably was one of them that I was calling up there no. trying to get my no, money. John, John came later. Oh, yeah, trying to get my money. So he kept beating around the bush. I had my mechanic constantly working on it, getting it, you know, where I can do my thing. So I started driving and hitting the switch and doing everything out. She was like, uh, I'm going to have you a check. Come get a check. Okay, check never came. They wanted the car. No, you ain't getting this car. <laughs> so they thought they would send Buntry to get the car. You ain't getting this car. Period. So in, in time, I finally got a check. And I, when I, they already got me pissed off. So what I did. But he ain't a bully, y'all. So bully. after they pissed me off for making <laughs> me wait so long, I stripped the vehicle down to the, I don't even think it had corals on the motherfucker. I took everything out of it. And I told George to come get the car now. It was sitting on bricks in my, in my yard. Do you remember the time you broke down and I pushed you in the police car? Uh, or, or Bradfield, you broke down and I, I pushed you in home. In the Jimmy? Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> so he had me a compliment to his stuff. Didn't even know it was in the police car. Uh, but Dre, so I guess I was a crooked cop, y'all. And, and so I say I, I wouldn't tell that story because Drake weren't very yeah, easy. He, he didn't give a crooked cop. But he asked me, how the car run? How you like the car? He didn't care. I, I kidnapped you motherfuckers for this car and took it. <laughs> to me, how I like it. I was hitting the switches, had bitches in the motherfucker. It was I nice. Was, man, I love that plane job. I'm three wheeling all around the corners at the swap meet. Miles James was that nigga. So, they wouldn't get in that car back without a check. So, when I got a check, I gave it back to them. But I had to prove to them, y'all fucking with the wrong nigga. I stripped the motherfucker. And I took everything out of that car and put it in a little homie boomer car. And said, fuck what they talking about. <laughs> okay. Speaking of um, Let Me Ride, can you uh, talk about, because we know LL Cool J came up there with Shug. Were there any other notable people that came up to the Let Me Ride shop that you can remember? Yeah, uh, LL Cool J, TOC, uh, I ain't never seen Hammer up there. They came to my house though. Uh, Joe to see. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. 
probably probably more. But you know, I really didn't. I didn't even know who LL was until uh, he got to talking. Hey, uh, guess who used to uh, where the uh, the shop was at? It was just off the corner of guess what city? What street, y'all? Well, Tupac used to always say, Rose turned to Long Beach, and DJ Quick was mad. That's why he said, well, what the hell Tupac know about Rose turned to Long Beach? But anyway, just to throw that out, it was just off the, it was on Rosecrans. Uh, he can say that because he, he don't know nothing about Long Beach. He said Rosecrans. it. All right. But that's what Quick said. Average um, motherfuckers don't remember when, when McDonald's had, tell me the year, the, the gas station was took away from right there. That was the Chevron gas station at yeah. McDonald's? Not where. Well, I know. I'll tell you what's on the corner. Church's Chicken, the 76, Hertz, McDonald's, and the Chevron gas station now. No, my city. <laughs> but I done had many dinners at Church's Chicken, y'all. That spot. And Louis is right down the street, y'all, We y'all the towners. Man. Go to Louis if you ever get a chance. Right across from Luther's Park. Bulls and Rose Chris. Get some chili cheese fry. Matter of fact, it burned down, James. Did you know that? No, it's just the kitchen. Shit, it's burnt. It ain't been open in over two months. Well, they probably had to redo the kitchen. It's just the kitchen fucked up. Yeah, yeah. but they probably get it back up. Yeah. But it's been closed about two months. Fuck Louis Burgers. That motherfucker, them motherfuckers was charging fifteen, sixteen dollars for them chili fries with the pastrami and all that shit. That's you motherfuckers make fifteen dollars an hour now. We used to pay motherfuckers four thirty-five. It's y'all make fifty. You niggas that didn't want to go to school and drop out all that, what y'all making now an hour? Fifteen dollars, huh? Don't get me started. Get me started. I just believe it. Take stay in school. James, what was the reason that the Let Me Ride shop closed down eventually? Haters. <laughs> we was doing we was doing so good. And and I call myself a lightweight ass businessman trying to learn and understand the hydraulics and all that shit. And we didn't take Suge didn't bring the first time Suge put money in it, he bought a lot of parts and all that shit. When, when our first customer came, what I did was charge him up half up front and then the other half once his car was completed, he'd see how his shit is and then pay the other half, uh, which I thought was the smart way. We, we was hooking some shit up. We had two Mexicans, Mexican guys in there that did the uh, reframing and all of that shit. The welding. Yeah, and the welding and shit. And Suge didn't want to pay him. So, part, part of the money that, that was coming out of the, the half up front was paying them for reframing, for, for the, all the welding shit they was doing. And then we took the rest of it and bought the majority of the things that we need to, to cut this car, get this car right. Which, back then we had red hydraulics. And I was pretty much cool with the guy at red hydraulics. You know what I'm saying? One of the guys that was working there lived in the hood, had money, you know, Mexican guy. So I was able to, to work it that way and we was getting shit and then on the back end of the other half of the money, I would pay what was owed to Red Hydraulics. So we was doing the cars and shit, but 
certain individuals thought that they could bring their lowriders in there and just change out solenoids and do different shit. Which I put a lock on the locker, it ain't happening. This shit costs money. And you know, those guys was, you know, people got to talking shit and this and that. Boy, that was my second home. I ain't had to go nowhere. We had the women there, had the liquor there, and I was cool. All they had to do was leave me alone. John, that's all they had to do. So, motherfuckers got to talking and got in shoe gear. Shoe wanted certain shit and, and wanted certain shit to be done, but he still didn't want to give up no money. So, I, I hired my grandfather and my uncle. They, they, they mechanics. So, I started allowing people to come up there to get their braids, oil changes, and all different types of shit done. And, you know, buntry. And, and 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 the ones that had low riders got up under my motherfucking skin. I got mad at them niggas. And they told me I had to leave. What? Y'all niggas got me fucked up. Nigga, make me leave. You know what they did? They went and woke my mama up and had my mama come to, to get me to leave. And I just stopped. I was mad at all them niggas. All them niggas. They was haters. Let me give you some breaking news, James. Something you might have never heard. The real reason it got in the shillings here to close down Let Me Right, I don't know if you had left by this time or not, was because when they had that stolen engine up there, David Kenner had Shug spooked that he was going to get uh, violated for his probation. I, I know that. I know that. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you knew that. Cause no, you, you said I, because of them. No, and I'm telling you the main reason no, why I'm, it was down. No, I'm saying okay. if they was the reason why I stopped fucking okay, with so why Boomer left. Okay. But when when all the other shit, and I can tell you, it was motherfuckers. We used to post up pistol up because such and such was coming oh, looking for it. Okay, so. I caught one of his cases behind that. Okay, yeah. so it was... We did more than yeah, security. Yeah. We did more than cut cars. We did more than that. spot. Because if, yeah. nigga, if you fucking with this dude right here, man, let's roll. Yeah. You had serious gang bangers ready to fucking whatever. Well, hanging there that will so conjugate up. them niggas had to cut that bullshit out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I love my brother, but he was a motherfucking hater too. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? So, man, I, I... Well, he was a voice of reasoning. Man, voice of my ass. He voice was a reason. motherfucking hater, too. That's my brother. I love him to death. I know you do. But Bunch, you played a part in it, too. Mom, I don't... Man, you be drinking too much. I don't want to have to watch you. Man, man Bunch, you shut the fuck up and you go You want to call the voice of reasoning? Nah, hell nah. <laughs> shit. But the main reason, in my opinion, and what I know, was because of the... Uh, Beaumont police that came out there and, yeah. and raided uh, the shop and they found a fucking stolen engine up there. Yeah. And shit went haywire after that. Mm -hmm. And was was the shop Shug's or did he have you, James, as a partner on it? What was your no, 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 situation no, no, no. as far as the shop goes? I don't know who named me, put it in. Probably Reggie name. No, I the shop originally was Pat Johnson's. That was his location. Okay, well, he probably kept the, kept the witch calling there. Correct. All I know is 
We ordered the sign, let me ride hydraulics, and we was in that motherfucker from that day on. And the homies used to sleep at this motherfucker. We was there 24 hours. And, you know, that was like the headquarters at, at, at the beginning. And I, I don't know. You know, we did good up there. We did good up there. You know, but it, it attracted a lot of other people, you know, because they heard that the mob had a hydraulic shop and this where it should be, and a lot of strange shit started happening. Like, we didn't have a couple of shootouts up at that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, motherfuckers driving by and popping in the air or whatever, but wasn't nothing we couldn't handle. Yeah. And it was real close to the Santana area as well. Yeah, down the street. Yeah, right down the street. Across from Elm Lane. If you ever been over there in that Dorito system, uh, directly across the street from Dorito yeah. system. For those of y'all that's familiar with Compton on Rosecrans, that's where the shop was that we're talking about. All right.